a new era is upon us here at the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Got some new equipment we're trying out tonight. We're going to see what happens. That was a little loud. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. What is up, fellas? What's up? What up? So we got some we got some new stuff we're gonna give a try with tonight. Um, for those who have been tuned into the show for a while, uh, we have been using Squadcast probably what last year? Was it about a year? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe ten months or so. Three quarters of a year. And they went through a huge update, which totally respect any company that's willing to you know adapt to the changing times. But holy crap, um, did the we updates had some issues. suck. It, it was horrible. Uh, last week's audio was completely jacked up. It, instead of taking 30 minutes to edit, it took me three hours. It was just, it, it was just really, really terrible. Um, and I don't think it was going to get any better. So uh, I reached out to a couple of the uh, Facebook pages that I follow that do podcasting. And... Um, Somebody suggested Riverside. Okay. So I checked it out. Wow. I could see why Squadcast needed to update because this is legit software. I'm. Yeah. A lot of know, stuff going on. I mean, we've, had, we've been having issues with Squad, Squadcast for at least the last month. It's been bad. Mm-hmm. Joe started getting this horrible feedback for no reason whatsoever. Then the audio was clipping. Yeah. For and, some reason, you know, like the headphones I'm wearing right now would feed back, but I'm. Now I have the headphones on. Yeah. Do you notice that? Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I did get a new audio interface, but uh, yeah. So we're, we're trying was to make going sure. through some stuff for sure. Yeah. It, it was, it was so crazy. If anybody that does any podcasting or producing and editing wise, you know, you have different tracks. And so my track was perfectly fine. And then Joe's would just jump ahead 30 seconds. For no reason whatsoever and the audio file was the same length it, it was really weird and they had no response to it and we're like sorry and you know we thankfully this is something that we do for the love of the game and you know we all love chat and golf this is not a uh, you know something that we're using as income to support our families uh, but there are people out there that do podcasts that supports their families and i can't believe that a company like squad Squadcast was willing to throw an update out there that wasn't Sucks ready it's really bad yeah it was bad so enough about that uh how you guys doing today good well yeah swell 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 it's first day back to school for uh, the kiddos i know jeremy Got some yeah. some young tykes, and uh, my my girls are starting their eighth grade and eleventh grade year. So wow, yeah, I'm old. I'm old. So uh, yeah, it's a pretty exciting day around here. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go to bed, but we're gonna knock this out. So um, any big news that you guys wanted to chat about that I may have <laughs> missed on here? I, I mean, other than the massive lawsuit, but what do you think is going to happen with that? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to just go into litigation or some crazy thing and just last forever. 
and it's going to be a problem. Like Taylor settlement. I was listening to Friday uh, today. They had an episode that went out Friday that was really good. Um, they were talking a lot about live and the actually it was more about the playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs. And Taylor Gooch is is twentieth in the standings. Hasn't played since May, and he's twentieth in the standings. And there, you know, Ricky Fowler got in because of these players didn't get their points. So what happens if this lawsuit comes and they hey they you have to let them play? Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, <laughs> say do you tell Ricky? Hey, sorry, buddy. Uh, sorry, you're home. out. <laughs> go home. Thanks, thanks, but uh, sorry, you can't play. It's well, they're definitely not going to get the lawsuit settled by the time the playoffs start. I highly doubt that. So Ricky's but playing. That's why they did it, though, because that's why they pushed it through so fast, because the playoffs were coming. Well, what do they have? A week? Uh, they have till Thursday. Days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. No way it's getting through. So, But but the repercussions of it, I mean, like, who knows what could happen if if they do win the lawsuit and then... You know, in a month, it's it's like, well, I could have played. I could have won, you know, the $17 I mean, he, million dollar FedEx Cup bonus, but still, you didn't let me in. In, I mean, in two weeks, he could still be top 20. Yeah. You know, and, and be in line for a spot in the Tour Championship. So it's going to be interesting to see. Everything live is very interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, Sir Nick Faldo's uh, sign-off? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm actually a fan of his. I like listening to him, so sucks I'm that he's not. leaving, but I think it's it's pretty damn funny actually. <laughs> Watch it was very emotional and funny and it it I was, was just laughing the whole time. Yeah, I know the other guys kind of felt how I felt when Joe was crying in the airport about Bandon. Like, here's this grown man <laughs> sitting next to them just tearing up. It's it's an awkward situation, but you know, sixteen like, years is a long time. <laughs> and yeah, give, give I mean, the weird awkward hug. <laughs> sixteen years broadcasting, number sixteen band, and I mean it. You know, sixteen might be the number, but and that could, yeah. Uh, I'm not the biggest Faldo fan. I mean, I do appreciate what he's done and how he's played, and um, I do appreciate the the square shoes. You know, taking a leap into something different. I'm kidding, um, but. <laughs> He's had some He didn't give a square shout out, did he? No, he's he's been he has had some terrible calls and very awkward moments, but you know, that's probably why we appreciate him a little bit. You know, he's he's been around a long time and it I mean, it was cool to see. You know, I didn't get I didn't get teary-eyed like some people, I'm sure, but uh it was uh it was definitely f- fun and interesting to watch and Nance, like the king of like non-emotional like tears, like <laughs> he could, he like he's you could see him, uh, he could speak through Tiger winning like coming back out of nowhere at Masters and just like deliver the line, you know, and he's not going to shed a tear. So he's so uh, clutch, you know, so just clutch. like Nance is a suit of armor and Faldo is a soft teddy bear. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to watch. <laughs> I I uh, I don't get choked up about much things, but. One of the things that just gets me is when you have the the troops coming home and surprising the family, um, like when you know the kids at the uh, assembly at school, and I just start welling up like a baby. But I can see Jim Nance going, "A moment for the ages as Sergeant Master General returns." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. 
Yeah, the kid, um, the kid stuff gets me nowadays. Now that I'm a dad. Oh yeah, sure. it it's absolutely. I mean, you're, it's hard to. Uh, anyways, just wait till you All drop right. your kid off at kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad because some of the moms around the my neighborhood were. Uh, posting pictures going uh, first day of school in tradition. The after <laughs> no, they were at the new whiskey bar, and I was like, "Hey, Peace where out, was my babies. invite?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Drop is like the kids off in a truly party in the middle of the street. Yeah, this is like a vacation for me <laughs> on a right Monday. Now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, as we mentioned, the playoffs are here. The FedEx Cup playoffs are here. Um. I was going to do a game about did they make it or did they not? Have you guys looked much at who made it, who didn't? Uh, not too much, no. Okay, so I'll say a name and you can let me know if they made it or they did not. Okay? Okay. Cameron Champ. He made it. Mm, I'm going to say no. Oh, 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 oh. Let's see, hang on. Oh, sorry. He new won tech. this year. New tech. So that's for Joe. Jeremy, yeah, he did wow. not make it. Uh, let's go with um, Zach Johnson. Uh, I think he missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Did not make it. Um, Harris English. He missed it. That's the one I did see. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yep. The yep. king of Sea Island. The king of Sea Island. Okay, uh, let's go with Scott Piercy. Mm. Made it. I think he missed it because he needed to win that one. Uh, Jeremy got that. He did make it. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Hold on, he missed uh, it. No, he made it. Oh, he made it. Yeah. Uh, Justin Rose. Miss. Miss. He did make it. How the what, hell? You know what spot he is? <laughs> 94. Hmm. Um, let's go with Lucas Glover. Missed. Made. Yeah, he made it. I'm terrible. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Brant Snedeker. I'm just going to default missed. to Jeremy. <laughs> missed? Yeah. Missed. Yep, missed. Yep. He did not make it. Uh, Garrick Higo, UNLV kid. He had to have made it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. European tour win. Had one PGA win, but European tour, he did much, much better. And then, uh, Joe, I know this, this is, uh, a little, little sad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very surprising. I Very mean, he's sad. he's three hundred to one every week. It's there's shocking. a reason. Mr. Harry Higgs did did not make <laughs> one of the greatest the, enter- entertainers of our time. Yeah, on the tour. He, he he did not make it. He's gonna get bad. he's gonna get starts though. Like people are gonna give him sponsors exemptions and stuff like that. I'm sure. Just for the entertainment purposes alone. Yeah, but and, is that is that credible? I mean, should he? Yes, because he's Harry Higgs. Hmm. Hmm. What about Duffner? Should he? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Uh, 
so I looked uh, Duffner on the season. Uh, 22 events. How many cuts did he make? Two. 22 events. Yeah, 22 like, events he played in. How many four. made cuts? Three. No, six. Made six cuts. Mm. Missed 16. Mm. But a, uh, last week, we um, never really came to a conclusion about who the last back-to-back champion was. It was in 2019, but it was Brendan Todd. Yeah. I oh, actually had okay. that. I just didn't want to interrupt you guys. Oh, well, always because it was like facts. later in the show. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Todd. Brandon and then Todd. Xander won back to back of his starts, but not events. Not events. He was the Correct. last player to do that. Correct. Uh, so that covers the notables and not notables that made the FedEx. Um, <laughs> Grayson Murray, uh, much to Kevin Nas' enjoyment, did not make it. So he'll be going back to the Corn Ferry Tour again. Um, Bubba Watson, of course, he left, so it doesn't really matter. Speaking uh, of Corn Ferry, everybody that listens to this podcast, let's root for Harry Hall this weekend. Yes. Needs seven points to get his card, right? Yeah. Seven? Yeah, seven let's points. He, he needed a, a make cut and a top 50 at this last event. Um, I sent him a message today. He didn't get back to me. He's having a little birthday celebration. So Yeah, just celebrated um, his birthday. Happy belated birthday. Years old. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was a really good post where he said goodbye Avis uh, underage fees. So <laughs> 25 is a that is one of the highlights of 25 for sure. Uh, yes, so. yes, it is. You can rent a car now. And... Let's go Harry Hall. Everybody root for him. We need, we need a few points. It was great to see the Corn Ferry Tour on TV. Um, it mm-hmm. sucked that the there was such a delay because he was playing in the afternoon and they had the rain delay and then they cut it short because – God forbid we have to get some, you know, Champions Tour footage in there. Time restraints was a little ridiculous, but it was nice to see him playing. Uh, didn't have his best. You could tell he was just a little off. What's oh, putter? He's a damn good putter. I mean, he's not Jeremy, but he's a damn good putter. <laughs> I don't know, Jeremy. We'll have to talk about that later, Jeremy. You're still debating on the putter. I put it's coming. It's coming. We'll talk about that. But it's, I think right. it's coming for sure. Okay, so the uh, tour wrap-ups from this last week, we had uh, Joe Hyung, who, oh, what's his last name? Did I miss, I forgot his last name. What's his last name, Jeremy? Kim? M? Hyung? Yum? No uh, just call him Tom. That's his American name. Oh, okay. Tom. Uh, 20 under won the Wyndham Championship. Shot a ridiculous 28 on the front nine. Tom Yum. Which was insane. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he, Tom, had a, he had Tom a quad Cobb. on his first hole of the week. Yes, yes. And he was, they said it was the first player since 2018 that had a triple or worse and ended up shooting under par. Mm-hmm. So, hello. And he, I mean, his win actually helped Ricky because he doesn't have FedEx Cup status. Uh, so the points not going to him and going down. And there was a, another player, I think, that finished third or fourth that also didn't have status that helped Ricky squeak into that 125 spot. What did he do? Did he go like six under through his first like five holes or something like that? I saw some kind of stat. When? On the first round or? I don't remember what round it was, but I saw I saw something where 
Dude, he he shot a ridiculous round on Sunday. I mean, it was just yeah. I, like I think he went like six under through four, five, nine under, or something like shot nine under. Yeah, he was nine. Yesterday. Yeah, he's yeah. It was insane. Yeah, and his name's Kim Joo Young. It's gonna be a household name. Kim Kim Joo Young. Joo Young. Yeah, this is Kim yeah. Joo Young. He goes by Tom. I like Tom much better. Tom Kim. Call him TJ. Tom Ka. Tom. <laughs> it's a, that's a Thai soup. Just so. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, on the uh, DP World Tour, Callum Shinkwin at 12 under won the Kazoo Open, supported by Gareth Bale. Andrew Kozan at 21 under won the Utah Championship, presented by Zion's Bank. I got little notes on him. So, uh, Data Golf. I, I like to go on and look because they don't update till the afternoon. So in the morning, you can go on and look and see what their tourney predictions were. And the kid who finished second is who they predicted to finish first. I'm like, oh, that's pretty damn good. Well, where did they pick Andrew Kozan to finish? They didn't even have him making the cut. <laughs> and so I looked, yeah, 13 of his last 14 events on the Corn Ferry Tour, he missed the cut. Who did they have as winning? Was it Patrick Fishburne? No, because he was—he's a Utah person, and every every year it's like Patrick Fishburne's going to win this. But there was, was a few Utah the, people up there, but one of the Korean players. Hmm. That's the thing, man. Anything can happen, dude. It's crazy, right? I mean, he's yeah. missed thirteen out of his last fourteen cuts. Yeah, I mean that's not not playing professional golf. That's your thinking about what am I going to do this winter for money, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and then pulling out a win? I mean, wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's... And beating some happen. solid players? Anything can happen. You just find... I mean, the game can, can just come alive, like, just randomly. It's crazy. All right, but and good then... good for him. Uh, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's a rookie on the Corn Ferry Tour, so... I mean, that's a hell of a way to bring you know wind your season down with a w did you see uh, the video of uh what was that the lauer dude that made bogey on the final hole and uh put him outside it was his rookie year on pga tour yes yes yeah that's terrible like, yeah i mean what he had what seven feet maybe to make a putt something like that and he just wow. you know split it across i mean golly man i mean it's it's tough out there Totally tough. I mean, under the under the circumstances, tons of pressure, but uh, to miss it by like one is uh, something to deal with for sure. Gonna be thinking about it for all uh, for a winter. very long time, <laughs> very very long time. Uh, Ashley Buha Buhai Buhai, uh, South African, uh, won the AIG Women's Open. That was a four hole playoff. I wish I would have finished watching that. I was watching it and then had to go do some stuff so I didn't get to finish it but it didn't look like it was going to go to a playoff but that would have been and Mirfield would just looked ah, such a good golf course uh, and then Jerry Kelly at 900 while the one at the Shaw Charity Classic uh, so the locks for this last week uh, yeah Joe what's up with that or end of the season know. so you just don't care is that, is that what yeah I'm is? just going for That's the long shots I guess it. Yeah. Uh, so you had uh, Harold Varner. He missed a cut. Uh, Jeremy and I both had our players finish at 13th. 
Um, there he comes. Yep, we can hear you. Welcome back. I have a pop-up that says, your computer is not allowing Riverside to record. Please refresh continue to continue recording. Wow. So I refreshed and it logged me out. And then That's it said weird. it didn't have permission to use my mic and camera. <laughs> New technology, see? Issue. <laughs> Let me refresh you're gonna to, again. You're going to have to sign a oh, No, you're, you're fine. You're fine. You don't have to worry about it. I mean, the recording thing is just, it's a, we're not doing it for... Just write a doctor's note to Apple. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just tell them, look, motherfuckers. Hey, dear Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> my computer as as you guys can hear me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're good. Uh, I was, we were just covering the uh, the locks. Uh, Joe had Harold Varner that missed a cut. You and I, uh, with Aaron Wise and Scott Stallings, both finished 13th. Uh, so we made a little bit of ground. Um, I am 793 points behind Joe. Jeremy is 1136 points behind. But last year, this is where we ended it, and I was the winner. Um, this year we're going to go into the playoffs and we're going to do the playoffs. So, uh, so regular of, season winner though. I got the pennant. Yeah, you, you got the you got the pennant. You got the okay. regular season title. Um, and uh, we're going to go to the playoffs and with two thousand points up for grabs for a playoff victory, um, the standings can switch quickly. Hmm. Uh, there was no changes in the FedEx. Uh, nobody needed to play to gain any ground. It wasn't going to matter. Scotty Scheffler wildly ran away with the title for the regular season uh, FedEx champ. Um, there was one change in the OWGR, and Xander Shoffley moved into the top five. That was about it. Uh, Jeremy, you want to go over what's happening this week on two? Yeah. So, of course, FedEx St. Jude Championship, which used to be, which one? It used to be a WGC event at Southwinds. Okay. And they it moved it and replaced it. Yeah. yeah, it was Firestone, and then it went to this TBC Southwinds 18, 19, 20, and 21. Or 19, yeah. 20, and 21. Yeah, TBC Southwind in Memphis, uh, 7,200 yards, par 70. Seen a lot of uh, stuff on Instagram, players out there practicing and doing all that. Course looks amazing, as always. So it's kind of that exciting time of the year where we get three weeks of amazing coverage and courses and competition. Yeah, I put down here in the notes, uh, Finau is the events defending champion, not the course mm-hmm. defending champion. That's right. Abraham, yeah, Abraham yeah. Answer was the last person to win on this course the WGC in 2020. Yeah, because he won yeah. at Liberty. That's right. It was Northern Trust was last year, and then they changed yeah. it to this. Then they yeah. changed it to this. Yeah, it was at Liberty National last year. That's where Tony won. Cool. Yes, so FedEx Cup. Uh, and then DP World Tour, there's obviously going to be some of the guys at FedEx, um, but is the ISPS Handa World Invitational presented by Aviv Clinics. This is and, also uh, LPGA Tour event. Oh, that's right. Yep, it's they a have mix. a couple of these. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's two mm-hmm. two separate tournaments within one tournament. Yeah. Kind of curious if the PGA would ever do this with the LPGA. Uh, they need to. Yeah. Absolutely, they need to. Yeah. So this is at Galgorm Castle Golf Club, and Messerine. 
Golf Club, and Tram Northern Ireland. Daniel Gavins is the defending champ. Yeah. You want to go over the women's defending champion? Yeah. Pajari Ananarukam. Um, <laughs> Pajari Ananarukarn. Brilliant, sir. Very good. Very yeah. good. Nailed it. You need a, would you like a, some hummus? Some hummus? <laughs> <laughs> Lost me on that one. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, Liv Tor is not playing this week or yeah. next week. No. Or the next or week. Or the following week. Or the following week. Uh, Corn Ferry Tour is at the Pinnacle Bank Championship presented by Aetna Club at Indian Creek, Omaha, Nebraska. These would be sick as if they would play one of those super exclusive ones out there in Nebraska. Yeah. Well, I mean, there isn't one, right, Joe? There's nowhere to stay out there. Yeah, no, yeah. Sand Hills is public. (laughs) I saw saw Tron Carter from... uh, uh, no laying up, sending his son to kindergarten today with a Sand Hills youth polo, which is pretty cool. Wow. Did you see Dan's post on Facebook? I haven't been on Facebook mm-hmm. in four wow. years. It was hilarious. He's like, I get it. Your kids are going to school today. Yeah. So I sent him two pictures of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to text him. Yeah. Uh, PJ Tour Champions is the Boeing Classic at the club at Snoqualmie Ridge, Snoqualmie, Washington. Nice. Lots of trees. Lots of trees up in the what, WA. Joe can attest to that. Well, he's in who won? Who won last year? Wasn't didn't Freddie win last year? I don't know. I didn't look at it. Mm. Don't really care that much about it. I know. I don't care really, it. but just Let's find out. Head. Ooh. Stat guy on it. I feel like he won recently, at least. But mm. yeah, yeah, I'll let you know on that. Okay. It would be nice. Rod to Pampling. Be to... Rod Pampling. It'd yeah. be nice to be up in there in that uh, territory because it's uh, mm-hmm. humid and hot down here. Yeah, very like... humid. Yeah. Is this like normal monsoon season? Because I don't think since I've been here, we've had one really. No, you haven't experienced it. But yes, this is normal. This is normal. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's wild right now. And it's supposed to get pretty crazy the next couple of days. But did you see the rainfall they had in Death Valley? Yeah, I saw that. Holy wow. crap. Cars stuck in the mud. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one year worth of rain in three hours, and it's like uh, a I think it was like five year years storm. worth five years worth of rain. It was ridiculous. Yeah, once in a thousand years, they said, I think. Good Lord. Crazy. All right, let's uh, take our break, and then we'll be back. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheBobWest or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. 
golfers. It's time to tee it up at Las Vegas Golf Superstore with all the hottest brands in golf at the best prices featuring tailor-made stealth carbon woods and irons. Callaway's Rogue ST collection of woods and irons, Titleist's T-Series irons and Vokey wedges, and Ping's G425 woods and irons. All this and more at Las Vegas Golf Superstore. Swing by and receive a free custom fitting today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, or shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Well, it's a good thing I didn't record that break because <laughs> then <laughs> there's yeah. there's a little bit of issues with the Riverside. Not everything is perfect, but we're we're figuring our ways through it. Um, so yeah, if this episode isn't everything that it should be and more, <laughs> we apologize in advance for that so um it's a little uh, let's talk a little golf we played uh, since we didn't cover that in the beginning um i had the pleasure of playing with joe out at boulder creek on saturday yeah i the creek was in really good shape really um, really good shape yeah except for the bunkers i i'm it's i wasn't just, in any so yeah you were no Yes, you were. Maybe one. Yeah, exactly. You were. It but it was wasn't a, bad. It was the eighth I hole. I found a good on, one decently. Yeah. Um, I, I just had a oh, couple yeah, that were. Hole. Yeah, they had I remember. Yeah, I had a couple that just, it, it wasn't good sand. And it's just it's just frustrating when that happens. Um, yeah, I told It Tyson happens a lot in this valley. At Revere, yeah. I'm, I'm not playing out of the bunkers until they fix them. I'm just, I'm just not doing it because... You could hurt yourself in those you things. Just mark them all, or others. Or others. That's what Jack was saying. He goes, "Dude, th- there could be rocks that go flying across the greens in some of these bunkers. They're they're so bad." So, but the I tell you, the rough out at Boulder Creek is rough. Yeah, yeah, it was deep. Oh my goodness! I had this. I I what was it the I don't know the fourth third. hole, third third hole. Yeah, third. Um, the short par four on Desert Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a wedge in and just pushed it a little bit, bounced, took a weird bounce right, and we couldn't find it anywhere. And how Joe spotted it, I have no idea, but it was about four and a half inches buried in the rough. Uh, it was deep, <laughs> like deep, deep, deep. Yeah, and, you had to uh, be standing over over it straight down looking at it. Otherwise, you you couldn't see it. And uh, so I, I stand there and I, I took my 58 degree and opened it up and just took a chunk down and it popped right up and landed just on the other side of the fringe. And I'm like, holy shit. And then it just proceeded to top spin, <laughs> roll 70 feet the other way. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe how much top spin that thing had on it. It was insane. Yeah, that but was the, a rough one. But the, the the rough is rough out there, but the greens were fantastic. Greens the were great. Fairways were amazing. Fairways were good. It it was a really good day. That it was hot. There was no wind to start, and it was just ugh. But uh yeah, good times out there with the double par group from the VGN. Uh had twenty guys. So good times. Uh I almost had a hole in one. Joe almost had a hole in one, <laughs> and we both lost to the closest to the, to the pin, pin. yeah, <laughs> was nuts. Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting hole. We we I like 
literally couldn't have hit that shot any better. Like I, yeah, definitely Joe, had a chance. Joe hit his, and I and I thought it was in, and then I hit mine, and I'm like, oh wow, that's really good. And uh, we got we're approaching it, and the from the tee box, it looked like the closest to the pin marker was about 10, 15 feet past the pin. And we get up there, and it's a foot. Yeah. <laughs> I was two feet, and Joe was two and a half feet. Uh, eh, maybe like two, four. Yeah, two and a half. <laughs> I, I have, I have food, photographic evidence. But yeah, we hit it tight in there. That, I mean, that's a great, that's a great part three. I love that part three. Oh, I love that part three. It's so good. Uh, and then the the ninth hole on the Coyote is another great hole. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting the driver well enough that I have the confidence now to aim down that left side and and swing away and. Uh, yeah. Played some decent guy. I didn't have a great front nine. Had a couple mistakes. One bad tee shot that left led to a penalty and, but righted the ship on the back and and uh, you know played okay. Yeah, on the uh, nine hole, the ninth hole on uh, Coyote Run, I I hit a birdie on that, which was you know like a twelve foot putt for birdie. Got the net, the net eagle, and uh, got a skin off that one. I couldn't. I was having trouble reading the greens, and even on that, even on that hole, I didn't know where it was going to go, and my body pulled it a bit, and it and it dropped. So thankfully, yeah, we, everybody. Skin. I think everybody was struggling on the greens. They're just they were. They were hard to read, but they were rolling good. Were they quick, yeah. They were rolling great. They weren't like super fast, but you know, pretty good. But they were just hard to read. I don't know why. Nothing special to them, but it it, it was just hard to read. Yeah, I, I brought the uh, the Tri Hot Five K Odyssey triple wide out with the. Uh, BGT putter shaft and it just I, I just wanted to get a round in with it to see what it's like and I mean it's a good putter it's definitely a good putter it rolls the ball great and my speed and everything was okay for the most part part of the day I had a couple easy putts that I should have made but that happens no matter what putter I'm using but uh, looking forward to going back to the the Olsen because that just just feels at home I, what I need to do this is what I need to do I need to text you guys anytime I'm getting ready to leave the house and go Remind me what putter I'm supposed to play today, and you guys type back. <laughs> you're bringing the Olsen long neck. Go put it in your bag if you're not leaving with it right now. Bring so the I... chasing daylight putter because that's what you wrote a letter for. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> last year. That's so last year. Or was that this year? No, that was last year. I don't remember. It's too long ago. Like, quit bringing up bad shit. <laughs> Bad memories. So, uh, Jeremy, you played with Dan out at Coyote Springs. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. I haven't been out run. there for a week. Um, yeah, we played Coyote. Played in a two-man best ball and took second. Uh, second or third? Actually, I think we tied for second, but we didn't birdie hole four, so we got third. Mm. Um, yeah, won some money there. Of course, got some new, got more balls. Now I have like 15 dozen Pro V1Xs. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it was good. I mean, it, it, it was super wet. Uh, they have, they've got a ton of water out there. Um, greens were not as fast as normal. They were super soft. Shitload of ball marks, which is really odd. But a lot of unfixed ball marks out there. 
did you see Rob Chapman played True North and he said that it was yeah. it was like Revere. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. He he actually uh completed a, a survey and their director of golf reached out to him. Hmm. Um, said, Mr. Chapman, thank you very much for the survey regarding your recent golf course experience. We take comments very seriously, and we thank you for spending your day with us. As we look at the greens in particular, we are asking our guests to fix their ball marks plus one other on each green. It would be helpful for each golfer to understand this particular issue, which would assist in her playing services. We will continue to work on this area, and hope is and our hope is to see more consistent conditions for you. On behalf of the entire golf team, I'd like to thank you for playing with us. Have a great day. We hope to see you at the club soon. Kind regards. Yeah, hmm. fix your ball marks, and then if you see another, fix it. It's uh, difficult. Yeah, it's so You're frustrating. Already bending over. Yeah, it's like how long does it take for you to even fix five more? Like thirty seconds. Fix every ball mark I see in my vicinity. Some, some people like within just, a fifteen foot circle, I fix all of those. Some people just don't. I just don't think they care. Yeah, I think some people yeah, are not oblivious and not don't understand. It. Yeah, that's, um, that's what it is. Like, eh, someone else will fix it. Yeah, and I just, I don't, I don't know. It's so I annoying. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could talk all day about divots and raking bunkers and fixing ball marks. <laughs> but. Uh, so, and then Joe, you got uh, around. Did Jeremy? Did you play Sunday also? Mm-hmm. Out at Paiute? Paiute. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was Tom, Jared, uh, Dan Foster, and who else was uh, Steve? Steve. They were ahead of us, and then me, Jeremy, Dan, and Bob in the Sunday crew. Paiute was played very different than it typically does. Oh, very, very. Is that why you played really well on the front? It was the greens were soft, like the softest I've ever seen a Paiute green in my life. Wow, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was very very interesting. Greens weren't breaking that much. Uh, they obviously weren't as fast. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was so different because you know you, when you go to Pi, you, you got to get in the mindset of play short of the flag, play short of flag, and uh, this time you played short of the flag and you were short of the flag. Like it uh. was it was so different than it typically is. Um, and, and you know, when you fix a ball mark on the greens at Paiute, like it's kind of hard to get in there and, and <laughs> fix it this time. It was just like putting it in some oatmeal and just moving it, you know, <laughs> fixing it. it. It was very different. Very, very different. What did yeah. you think, Jeremy? Same thing. Same. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, there was so many spots around the green that you're chipping and it's just spongy wet. Oh yeah. I had, a, I had a chip. I was short. I was short of the green, and it just like I was in a soft spot, and it just like pulled up the rug, like just, yeah. and it went like five <laughs> feet, like just, just yep. so far throwing from beaver, normal beaver Paiute. pelts on a yeah. little chip shot. So far from Paiute typical uh, playing conditions. Hmm, it was crazy. Yeah, Still, was, I mean, it's. It was a nice change from Coyote, but well, you know they they just had that AMT World Tour or whatever. Where they had two days of play out there. I wonder if they softened it up for those guys, or I, it, just I mean, the conditions. We've had the rain. Yeah, there's I just been so much that. rain. I th- I think that's what it was. I mean, 
why change Paiute for what it is? I mean, I think it just, I think the rain just got it, you know, softened it up. But it was very eight. It was not typical Paiute conditions, which was which was fun to play in completely. I mean, not a lot of wind for us. Well, you were lighting it up on the front. I mean, I was making pars, but yeah, but you weren't making bogeys. Yeah, until I hit, I hit, I hit a really bad putt on I think uh, eleven. Just terrible. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't have taken my time and like lined it up. I should just tapped it in. And I just I just pulled it a bit, and and that was the downfall there. But we all on 10, well, 10, 11, 12, that par 5 back there, we all had at least one very, very bad shot on that hole. <laughs> Dan flew the green. Um, Bob was in a bunker, and he hit the lip. I topped a 5-wood. Jeremy, you, I can't remember what you did on that hole. I chunked it out of the wasteland. Yeah. Waste we all anchor. had one really, really bad. I think we all bogeyed that par five. It was bad. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a fun. Uh, it was fun. I mean, it was cool to see it in a, in a different situation than we typically see it. So that, that was obviously uh, a good time. Well, one change to my bag this last week. It's, it's like a, it's a weekly occurrence. What's new in Matt's bag? Hmm. <laughs> So this week, the <laughs> new components in my bag were some recoil uh, irons. Uh, got them installed, played with them, uh, played with Reed out at uh, Lexington. And I think uh, 77, I'm pretty sure that's the best I've ever shot on that course. Uh, was really happy with that. That was with a penalty and 32 putts. So um, game is definitely trending in the right direction. Um Aside from the front nine at, at Boulder Creek, um, I've been consistently shooting in the mid to upper 30s, so or I'd say upper 30s. Uh, very happy with it. And one of the biggest changes that I saw, and I even sent Lindsay a message like, holy crap, um, the, the ball flight from the, the recoils is just insane. It sends the ball so high, but I don't lose any yardage. And that's what was kind of freaking me out because I had a, some shots into the greens at Lexington where I hit it and I'm like, go, go, go. And it lands pin high. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't think that was going to get to the green based on the height and what I've been seeing from the, the Nippons. Uh, so yeah, very pumped about that. So I am currently have us team Amia, uh, driver, fairway wood irons. Um, I'm getting one of their, uh, 370 hosel uh, diameter um, ES smack wrap that I'm going to put in in the UDI um, in the F4 um, and then I actually have some wedge protos that um, I'm mixing and matching right now putting together so I'm going to have some uh, the wedge shafts back in there too so Jeremy's grinning what <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking what we're going to talk about next week on Matt's bag. <sighs> well, I'll, I'll be able to talk. Well, about you'll have that. a lot of those, right? What's that? You'll have you'll have some new shafts. Are they actually going to be here? Oh, I'm new playing. Them. You're going to order? Oh, you already the, have them? Yeah, I. I, I know you have the recoils, but all the yeah. other ones. No, no, the the. Well, I've got the wedge protos in the garage. That's oh, okay. That's what I'm working on now, and then the gotcha. the smack wrap 
780 ES, I think is what it is. I, don't know, I can't remember. She's sending it. Um, that's going in the UDI. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling mm. good with the UDI. I've tried like three different shafts in it and just, just doesn't feel comfortable. Either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've got the same problem with that club right now. And I, I'm back and forth with my three or my five wood because sometimes I hit the piss out of that and it's exactly how I want it. And then other times I don't. And I know it's just a confidence thing and, and not hitting that enough. I just, uh, almost done with the, the rearranging of my garage and the shop so I can get in there and get some practice. More work. What about you, Joe? Uh, Joe hasn't far, changed uh, anything in six months. And yeah, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've stuck to most of my things uh, for the most part. Uh, the only thing I really, I, I am curious to try maybe some like F5 recoils in the irons, um, gaining a little bit of swing speed over the past year. And um, I would like to try uh, Ventus TR, which they just announced new ones. Just announced uh, today. new ones today. Um, finding one for a fairway with my five wood. Not, I mean, maybe it's time for a new fairway wood, five wood uh, head. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, I have stick. I've stuck to most of my stuff for quite a while. Other than driver, I'm I'm feeling good with where that's at. Totally, uh, I feel good with with most of my bag. I'm not a shaft debacle gate person. Um, <laughs> when I find something, I play it uh, for the most part. And uh, but I think I think really it's just uh, maybe. Um, making the five wood a little bit better and potentially uh, stiffening up my iron shafts. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, your problem, your problem is really well. Oh yeah. And that's, that's what makes you not tinker. Cause you're, I mean, you're hitting that driver better than you ever have. Yeah. Totally. So there's no, re there's no reason to tinker. Yeah, I was I was uh, talking with Eric and he was asking how the triads working for me since, you know, we're kind of in agreement that that's not the ideal golf ball that I should be playing. And I said, the thing that I'm noticing with it is the good shots are resulting in or the good swings are resulting in good ball flights. So, you know, whereas with the Srixons, a good swing was being masked by bad ball flight. And it was it was the shaft, it was the ball, just nothing was working. Even though the swing was the way it's supposed to be, and and I was doing the right things, I just wasn't getting the results. Uh, and now I'm seeing that you know uh, a bad swing is the the result is I can tell now. I'm like, okay, that you didn't finish that. You know, you definitely didn't close the face on that one. Um, because for the most part. I'm hitting the ball and it's going where I want it to go, which is really nice to see. <laughs> it's not all over the place. So, but uh, yeah, Joe, I can totally, if, you know, I have no plans on changing my driver shaft anytime soon. Just if, if there, if there was one thing that I'm a little concerned about is I'm still hitting it a little bit high for a nine degree head. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can even see that on some of my shots. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're getting down the fairway, you know, uh, they're not, you know, the 240 it's more of a rainbow drives. than a, than a piercing rainbow. Yeah. And, and I really have to shut that face down hard to, to get that piercing shot. And, uh, but then it gets a little wild. So, 
Yeah. So we'll find out next week when I talk about <laughs> the UDI and see how it is. So, uh, yeah. Jeremy, what are you doing? Jeremy's got a bunch of debacles going on. Yeah, I got the driver driver shaft considerations. I've got my fairway wood department sucks ass. Um, my U, my T one whatever U five hundred Titleist three iron driving iron. It's not the greatest club in my bag right now. My putter, I've been considering a, upgrading the shaft in that. I don't know which one which one I'm going to do first, but I don't want to do them all at the same time. <laughs> Baby what did you what so, did you think of the uh the new Titleist head? You saw pictures um, of that, right? Yeah. You mean the driver in Fairway Woods? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what what is the difference with those? Is it so the between what the the three models? Well, yeah, the new the new driver heads that Titleist. I mean, is cuz they they're still are they TS2 something else now? Yeah, so the one I have is the TSI. So they have the TSI one, two, three, four, and they're coming out with the new TSR, the TSR two, three, four. Uh, TSR four is your super low spin. It's it's a smaller head and it's really deep. It's a deeper head, so the sweet spot is super small, but it's the longest driver, mm. hard to hit. Um, TSI TSR three is kind of your middle of the road it's still forgiving but it's also still more of a workable head and then the tsr2 will be more forgiving um higher launch stuff like that so which one are you going for <laughs> honestly i don't know if I'll, <laughs> I'll do it with the driver i'm happy with my driver i just need to get the right shaft in it um, Dude, but fairly wood i am interested in trying them i probably won't get anything until those come out which usually they come out in august or september so I probably won't have to wait too long, but I've been considering like a a Callaway. Uh, I forgot the model, the new the LS, whatever STLS. Yeah. Um, I've been considering XYZ. Yeah, I've been I've tried Dan Stealth out, but it's it's the Plus Edition, so it has a non-adjustable neck, and it just yeah. sits closed. So that one's not working. So I don't know. I don't. I I talked to uh, Joel over at Robo and told him I may come in and get fitted for one, but I I almost just prefer tinkering instead of getting fitted. It's more of a, <laughs> my guy, yeah. my guy. So it's a little <laughs> bit funner. Yeah, it's more expensive. It's fun, but then <laughs> way more. It leads fun. to massive depression, and but when you find it. It's rewarding. It's true. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm being very rewarding. My handicap went from just about to creep over to 10 to 7.8, which like, fuck, you know, that's, but I put together five good rounds and they were all better than, you know, they all counted on my index. So it's like, shit, I was getting 10, 12 strokes. Now I'm back down to getting eight, nine. So speaking of handicaps and Uh Paiute. Uh, those tips were moved way forward. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you weren't playing 7,000 yards? We were playing, we were playing yellow. Mm. Especially the par fives were, they felt pretty short. Yeah. I, I told Dan, I was like, it feels really short today. But it, it was just, they were moved, they were moved I think way they moved out. them because it's soft. See, or something, because so, they so do that you can, the course. What you can do, Joe, I don't know if you're aware of this, but when you enter your scores, into yeah, yeah. the no, gen app, you can change the T box. Yeah, 
I don't really care about my handicap much. But... I know you don't. <laughs> Telling you, you need. You, I tell Jeremy today because the U.S. Mid Am qualifier was out at Spanish Trails today. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and I told Jeremy, I said, uh, I should be on your bag, and we should be out walking the fairways right now. I know. I sh- I would have liked to do that for sure. I mean, two under I made it. Pay, I just don't pay attention to events coming up. Yeah. So next time you see it, let me know. I'm I'm down. Well, you couldn't do it because your handicap doesn't allow no. you because you, you don't have a low enough index because you don't post no. your fucking scores. Well, if I did post my scores, it would be higher than it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Um, but uh, yeah, four under, one, and meddled, and then there was two guys at two under that made it. Hmm. Was that a sectional thing, or is that like if you win that, you're in? Yeah, that if you sectional. win if no, if you win that, you're in. Because it's a. I thought they posted it saying at, sectionals. Oh well, because I know the U.S. amateurs like that. Well, this is the, this is the mid am a little different. Um, yeah, but Andrew only played in one event last year oh, okay. and won it and got in. Probably because there's the fields are smaller because there's no college kids in these ones. Yeah, no, no college kids. Um, but there's, I mean, there's still a ton of guys that that make yeah. it. You know, I think. It was 166 or whatever that made, or maybe 186. I have to check and see because I mean they next year full fields at two courses. So, so where does your handicap have to be at for that one? Uh, two, four or lower? Yeah, three point four. It's something like that. It's a it's a little higher for the mid am than the US am. Okay, maybe a good yeah, goal US for next year. Like one point something or. Yeah, the, the, the under one or the amp yeah. is it's low. I mean, you got to be good, but I mean, it's not great. But uh, I mean, ideally, that's you know a goal that I would love to try and ascertain is to get good enough that I can go play in one of those. Yeah, that'd be fun. Might be a good yeah. goal for next year. Yeah. So yeah. look at Jeremy's falling asleep on us. Good grief! I know. <laughs> All right, um, we can wrap it up. Um, uh, sad news that I had. Uh, Cyrus let me know that what Joe was saying was in fact true. That TBC Summerlin is a lottery <laughs> system, and they were like, "You're a new member, go away." Good luck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, it's a blind wow. lottery, and they're like, "He's like, no, you have no balls in the lottery because you're so new. <laughs> you haven't even played the course yet, Jeez. as far as a new member." So, uh, not going to be doing that. But well, it's always next year. Uh, and then. Uh, we're going to talk about the Georgia trip, but we're we're running late. So, Joe, let's go over the odds for uh, the FedEx St. Jude Championship Round 1 of the FedEx Cup and uh, make our picks. Yeah, St. Jude, uh, your favorites, Rory McIlroy, 10-1, uh, Xander, 14-1, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Cam Smith, 16-1, uh, Patrick Cantley, John Rahm, 18-1, Will Zalatoris, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau, 20-1. Uh, Jordan Speed twenty-five to one. Colin Morikawa, Cameron Young twenty-eight to one. Sam Burns, Victor Hovland. Uh, or no, Sam Burns is thirty to one. Victor Hovland, Sung Jay thirty-three to one. Ju Hyung Kim, uh, Shane Lowry, Hideki thirty-five to one. Billy Horschel forty-five to one. Terrell Hatton, Joaquin Niman fifty to one. Max Homa fifty-five to one. Cam Davis seventy-five to one. Adam Hadwood hundred to one. Mito. Pereira, hundred to yeah. one. Jason Day, one twenty-five to one. 
uh Tringali 150 to 1 150 to 1 uh Kuchar 175 to 1 and then we'll go all the way down at the bottom 400 Vincent Whaley and Peter Malnati co-owner of Malnati Pizza in Chicago <laughs> mm. All right, uh, Jeremy and I tied, but I'm ahead of him in the standing, so I'm going to go first. And my pick is Sam Burns at 30 to 1. Jeremy, are you going with Spieth? Yeah, I'm going Max Homa. Ooh. 55, 55 to 1. I'm going to go Cam Young, 28 to 1. Wow, so now all of us going deep on the odds. 28, 30, and 55. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but everybody, please go listen to the latest episode of The Fried Egg. Uh, they had somebody on there. Like, so they were talking about the playoffs. Um, I was hoping to get into that a little bit tonight because they had some great thoughts. Uh, I'll just highlight one thing, and then you guys can listen to that episode and let us know what you think. But uh, the gentleman was suggesting the championship should be eight guys, double elimination match play, determine the champion. And I mm. thought that was brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that would be an absolutely fantastic way. And he said, he goes, so the top eight, you got Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, Royal Mac, Rory McIlroy, Tony Finau, and Justin Thomas. Do you imagine those guys playing a double elimination match play? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be amazing television. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, some some really great ideas they had. I, I thought it was a great episode. Um, so go listen to that if you can. Anything else? I don't think so. I mean, All right, Joe. Joe Want to take us home? Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in once again. A uh, new uh, platform we're recording on. So, oh, wait, uh, here, here, here. Powered by Riverside FM. Hey, hopefully you get some yeah. sponsorship dollars from that one. Uh, trying to get that Joe Rogan money, as always. So tell your friends, tell your homies, tell your girl. Uh, we do this every week, uh, dropping Wednesdays at 5 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and, yeah, hope you love the game like we do. Peace. Later. Later.